Good evening, everyone. It is your host, Anthony Perez, with my fellow co-host, Allison Ray. And as mentioned last week, today's episode will be about aliens and whether we believe in them or not. And if we do, then why do we believe them? Like an explanation as to why. And if not, again, why do we not think that there's aliens out there? Um, I like to start off by saying my stance. My stance is I 100% think that there is other life in space. There's no way that we're like the only one in a infinite universe because it's just like that's just not how infinity works. There has to be other life, and it doesn't have to be as complicated as us. Obviously, it could just be like any other life form. It still is an alien to us. It doesn't have to be like in those movies where they're super high tech, want to kill everything. They could just be like a regular organism. Um, I don't know what your stance is. I don't know why you believe in your stance, but you would like to explain. Yeah, I mean, I believe they exist. I think um, anyone who kind of says otherwise is beyond... Um, I want to say almost full of themselves. Like, I don't know how people can imagine with how vast spaces that we are the only species or the only, you know, planet that has life on it. Um, that's just such a close-minded thing to, like, be able to think of, you know what I mean? Like, you really gotta be full, you really gotta be full of the Earth if you you're thinking we're the only ones who have uh, life on our planet. Yeah, um, I, so, for those that don't know, I am a marine biology major. Um, I want to study animals in the ocean. But the thing is, I love astronomy. I love everything space-related, and when I combine those two, it's like, animals in space that live in water because you know one of the main rules that scientists use to look for life in other planets is is there water on a habitable planet but i feel like those rules are also a bit confining like i'm not i don't have the knowledge that those scientists have like i'm not gonna say no that's wrong like they're doing it for a reason However, I myself think that we're kind of limiting our standards by what is habitable and our definition of uh, where life can be found, I think, is actually like hindering our, um, our search for life beyond Earth. Um, I like to think that there might be a life form out there that, you know, doesn't need water and doesn't need like an atmosphere. Like they just have adapted to that harsh environment without an atmosphere or have adapted to not needing water that is just like completely different from us is how I like to see things. Um, I don't know what 
why you believe in aliens, but like that's my my viewpoint. I look at like stuff that they found, and they found, I believe, uh, didn't they find what they believe to be microorganisms on Mars? I mean, they're dead now, but like, I think they found some evidence of some in the riverbeds there. Mm, I have not heard of that, to be honest. Or that they, um, I should say that they're considering the possible detection of life forms on, um, Mars and Venus. Um, so that's really cool. What I, yeah, um, what you were saying, um, I just Googled and it's like, oh, living or microorganisms such as methanogens are another possible source, but no evidence for the presence of such organisms have been found on Mars until June 2019 as methane was detected by the Curiosity rover. So they detected methane. Um, but not only that, it's like beyond the scientific stuff, it's like the sightings that we see on Earth is also like another uh, like piece of evidence for me, I guess. Because you could YouTube and there's like a whole bunch of videos, like in the thousands of videos of like sightings around the world of really weird um, UFOs. And obviously UFO doesn't have to mean it's an alien, it's just a flying object that's unidentified. Um, there's been a whole bunch of UFO sightings or like really weird movement in the sky, which I myself have seen before. Um, I remember this one night I was heading to my brother's babysitter's house and he, me and him, me and my grandfather were going over there. And then when we stopped on a red light, we see like these three super bright lights in um, the sky making a pyramid. Obviously, it's three things it's going to make a pyramid. Oh, pyramid. Um, but they were moving really weird. They were like going up and down the air super fast. And um, they were also going sideways and making these really weird like patterns and shapes. And um, I remember when we got to the babysitter's house, we were looking at it on Facebook. And people in Miami were, like, wondering, like, hey, did anyone else see this? Like, this is really weird. What is this? Does anyone know? And, of course, this is my conspiracy theorist side coming out. But they were saying, like, oh, you know, it's just regular military routines, blah, blah, blah. And there is a military base right next to the babysitter's house, so I can't really rule that out. But it just looks so weird. Like, I don't know what kind of exercise they perform. That requires lights to like go up, down, sideways in patterns and shapes like that. It's just really weird for me. And then, you know, you have like, what was it? A few years ago, maybe like 2019 or 2020, that the Pentagon literally released footage of a UFO that was caught on camera. 
Like, that's insane if the Pentagon is doing that. Um, yeah. I mean, you even have um, astronauts, like, so I guess Buzz Aldrin has spoken to his own experience when he was aboard the Apollo 11 that he saw something flying alongside them. At first, like, I guess they had thought it was, like, the final stage of, like, their rockets attaching, because that's how basically they go up to space, like, layers mm -hmm. of rockets basically detach from them as they go up. Um, until the mission control confirmed that what they saw was, like, 6,000 miles away. Jesus. Yeah, no, the sense in space is so weird. You think it's, like, close, but it's miles away from you. Um, yeah, that, that might be the only one that I can recall of my experience. I don't know if you've had an experience like that, that looks weird. Um, I have um, not. Aliens don't like to come to Ohio, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I um, would, honestly. I don't think Don has seen some weird stuff, but he's really seen like comets more than like UFOs. But he has shown me some videos that look very freaking weird. Where it's like this green light coming from the sky and then it turns blue or whatever, but it ended up being like a comet. I don't know. It was weird. Um. Going to like the more conspiracy side of this, do you believe in like the abductions of people and what they say? No, I <laughs> not really. I mean, the, so the likelihood if they're, I mean, the likelihood of aliens a being um. What do I want to say? Advanced enough to make their way over to our planet is very low. Mm -hmm. Because pretty sure there's none in our solar system, right? None that are advanced in our solar system. I think we would have probably heard from them. Yeah. Um, so they'd have to be coming from a different one, which is ridiculously far away. Um, so... Their technology would have to way surpass ours to the point where they could they'd be able to travel at light speed at that point. Or it'd be oh, taking faster. ridiculous amounts like hundreds of years to get here, right? Mm -hmm. Um and then for them to pick our planet, like our planet kinda sucks. Like why would you want to come to this world? Right? <laughs> like like you we're dying anywhere in space. We're done. We're ki no. literally killing our own, like, planet. Humans as a race are kind of horrible people. Um, I mean, some animals are- pandas are cool, I guess. I don't know. But, like, I don't know why <laughs> alien species would want to come here, let alone pick up random hillbillies from out in cornfields and do experiments on them. Like, I just think the likelihood of, um, aliens have been in- getting in contact with us would be really low. 
even knowing yeah. that we exist in general would be really low. Although we do send a ridiculous amount of um, crap into space, TV signals, all that, all that fun stuff. Yeah, no. Just lately, um, I think like what was it today or yesterday that I... NASA found, or not found, but they like received another radio signal from outer space. Like that shit is so like bewildering. Cause like what? Where is that signal coming from? Why? Are they sending it if something is sending it? Like, what is causing it? And they are for It's always, like, millions or even billions. Like, like this almost three billion, like, years away. Like, that is so far. And then once you get these signals, you have to think, like, if, if it was another life form that sent that, are they dead? Because that was three billion light years worth of distance. That's three billion years worth of distance that light itself has traveled. Yeah. And then super far. And I guess it's happened twice. Mm Mm-hmm. The first time was 2007 from what I see here. Um, yeah, no, the, um, I don't know if y'all know, but <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle has been like a very hot spot for theorists where it's like, oh, there's an alien base underneath the ocean and the Bermuda Triangle and all that weird stuff. And as a kid, that terrified me. I was so scared of the Bermuda Triangle. I was like, if we go in there, we're going to like get lost yeah um if there was life out in space i would think it's like a simple organism more than anything because the way that earth developed life was like very what's the word it was like really coincidental, to be honest. Like, and it happened over what the last four point five billion years in space time. That's like fairly recent, and especially the development of us as a species. Um, we're like really new, like just new on the block. So for other life to be as complex as us, I mean, it's possible, but it's just really, like, I don't know. I don't know how other life forms that have had to exist. I'm sure there's Um, some that are more uh, complex than us. It's just more of a fact of... I don't know for sure, but... How would they find us kind of a thing? Space is like ridiculously big, right? <laughs> it's incomprehensible. Like incomprehensibly big. Um, like you think like, we, if you think about it, we only just started sending like all these radio waves and that kind of shit into space 
around like you know the fifties ish is when we started oh, sending yeah, they stuff up barely... there. So like it's only been around there for 60, 70 years, right? That we've been sending stuff into mm -hmm. space. So like that's not a lot of time for someone to pick up on a random ass signal and be like, "Hey, we should go check this out and like head on over here." Like if we're gonna end up having an alien uh, race come here at some point because of those <laughs> finding us, like it's 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 gonna take a hot second. Probably a few hundred years. Just the likelihood of them picking it up and then them being like, you know what, Let, let's travel a few, uh, few hundred of billions of light years over to this planet. We like, we like their show, How You, How the, How, How I Met Your Mother. You know? Mm -hmm. And then they'll get really pissed at, you know, Patrick Harrison's dead at that point. And probably like enslave us or something, but yeah. See, I'm doing research now of, like, whether life can exist without water. And honestly, life as we know it can't because water is, like, the ultimate solvent. And there's other people saying, like, you know, alcohols are fairly good class of solvents. Or even liquid ammonia, which is, like, abundant in the cosmos. But then they're also saying that um, these liquids, they have a very small range of temperature in where they are in that liquid state. So if an organism walked outside and it was like 10 degrees hotter, it would, like their blood, whatever circulates in them, would boil. Or the opposite, if it was colder, it'd just freeze. And they'd literally tend to like ammonia blocks I guess mm. so like I can see why water is needed for all of these things but I mean to be fair there's probably like stuff that you know we haven't even experienced yet that it could live off of you know what I mean like liquids oh, yeah. or like gases that we don't even know exist that it could mm -hmm. live off of. That could have, like, way more of a higher uh, temperature range than even water does, or something like that. Like, there's just yeah. so much um, that we don't know about space. I mean, there's even, there's a lot we don't know about our own planet. Ridiculous amount of the sea that we haven't even discovered. Who knows? Maybe there's an alien uh, base who've been here for thousands of years under there, and we're gonna experience secret invasion here. Hmm. That's the thing. The thing with the ocean is that a lot of it is just like the ocean floor and the ocean. Like, yeah, we don't know everywhere on the ocean floor, but we have mapped it out, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But for the majority of it, like, we know what's there. It's just obviously the animals we don't. Like, geography wise, yes, but. There's a hundred percent a lot more organisms, probably more than we know that have oh, been discovered yeah. because There's of probably thousands yeah. that we don't know who live here. Mm hmm. See, in order to also be considered living, like a living organism, 
it needs to have these following characteristics or functions, and that is order, sensitivity or response to the environment, reproduction, adaptation, growth and development, homeostasis, energy processing, and evolution. When we together, these characteristics serve to define life. I mean, it makes sense, honestly, because you can't really live if you don't respond to your environment. Mm-hmm. And then a species' main goal at the end of the day, like in our instincts, in our genes, in our nature, is to reproduce. Like we need to live. That is like just us as a species. Like that's how it's been ever since. Like a species needs to reproduce in order to continue on. Yeah, I mean, um, that's how everything that we know of that exists lives even viruses and stuff like that, I mean, they'll become less deadly and more, uh, what do I want to say? Contagious, so they live on. Mm-hmm. Everything has a need to live and, you know, spread itself, as you will. Yeah. Um... The thing with mm, reproduction adaptation, growth and development, other phases, yeah, no. Um, if like with, this is on the assumption that we do find alien life, if there is alien life, how would we even go about like classifying that? Because they're gonna be in, a, they're probably gonna be in a whole other domain, other than. Um, what was it? Eukarya, Prokarya, and Archaea, I believe. Um, yeah, oh no, sorry, Eukarya, Eubacteria, and Archaea. Like, they're probably gonna be in a whole nother thing because that's just them. And it'd be cool to do that, like the taxonomy of it. I love taxonomy, but. That would complicate everything so much. How do we even communicate with them? No, that's a whole other thing. And this is this is also the assumption that they are intelligent enough to communicate. I am fairly confident that there is. If we were to meet some, they're they're gonna be intelligent enough to have their own way of communication with each other. Unless we're the ones going and seeking them out. They can travel a few a few uh, million light years to get here. I think they have a greeting in their own way. There was something I was going to say that it just completely left my mind. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> um, I, if there was aliens, I 100% think that we are not ready to meet another species of aliens. Hell to the no. Like, people already hate other people of the same species. Just simply race of color. Now you want to whole nother life forms and not 
on this planet. No. All those movies like Independence Day where they're coming to kill us is just going to be irreparable damage for society with that. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, we can barely deal with people in our own, mm-hmm. own world, let alone a whole new mm-hmm. new thing. People would freak the fuck out. They could come in total peace. They could be offering us, you know, way to fix global warming, and people are still gonna freak out and try to kill them all. Try to experiment on them. And then, people, um, about the the, uh, what was that thing? It started with an R. Like, I think in like, it was the 40s to 60s. It was like an alien related thing. It started with an R. Oh my god. What are you thinking about? I'm trying to think of it right now. Dude, what was this? Do you remember? Um, it was back in the nineties. Hmm? Do you remember all those Area Fifty One, the Area Fifty One oh raid that people God. did? That yes. was so stupid. It was like, oh, I think I'm gonna come out with Minecraft Two from Area Fifty One. Dude, what was this whole thing? People just go stand outside with signs that say "Let the aliens free." I think there were there weren't many who actually went. A few millions said they would, but only like a hundred or so showed up. I mean, the God that was such a big meme. Bro, I cannot find this. I am not going to be. I know what I'm talking about. God. Do you think they have aliens in Area 51? I don't know. Like, it might be like the conspiracy theorist in me, but there has to be a reason why they're keeping all that super duper guarded. Like, besides regular military stuff. Well, I can speak from experience of being on military bases. It's it's generally pretty well guarded in general. Um, I've been on a few that, like, yeah, they were a little scary to get in. I found it. It was the Roswell incident. Um, let me see this. So the Roswell incident is, it took place in 1947, is recovery of a balloon debris from a ranch near Corona, New Mexico by United States Army Air Forces from Roswell Army Field, Army Airfield. And the conspiracy theories decades later claimed that the debris involved a flying saucer that the truth had been covered up by the United States government. Um, in July 8, 1947, 
Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release stating that they had recovered a flying disc. The Army quickly retracted the statement and said instead that the crash object was a conventional weather balloon. So you could see where these conspiracy theorists came from, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, for the whole army to issue a press release on that, like, wow. Um, the Roswell incident did not surface again until the late 1970s when a retired Lieutenant Colonel Jess, Jesse Marcel in an interview with UFOologist. That sounds like a word I would make up. A UFO graphologist <laughs> that he believed that the debris he retrieved was extraterrestrial. Jesus. Um, UFOologists began promoting a variety of increasingly elaborate conspiracy theories claiming that one or more alien spacecraft had crash landed and that the extraterrestrial occupants had been recovered by the military, which then engaged in a cover up. Damn. Yeah, see, this is the whole thing, because a lot of the times when you see sightings go viral on the internet, it's always like, oh, uh, military training or military exercise. But then you have that Pentagon uh, unclassified footage of, or declassified, I should say, declassified footage of, like, flying objects, and the pilots themselves are saying, like, we don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, that I one? think. Huh? No, it's apparently from this year. What? There's no way. I guess. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I I was gonna say I think I s- talked about everything I wanted to about aliens. Did you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, the last last thing had to do with like again my major and stuff. Um, I wanted to do minor in astronomy, like I said earlier, but the reason for that is because I wanted to combine it because I think above my love for animals and stuff, what overtakes it is finding life in space. Like that has always been my passion. Obviously, like, life in general, but, like, life in space has been something that has just intrigued me. And I was, like, the smallest kid. And to, like, possibly have a chance of, like, finding life in space with the knowledge of a marine biologist and what the organisms in oceans do, I feel like that could transfer to life in space and what possible organisms in water can do or exist. But, yeah. That was the last thing. Well, um, remember next week we will not have an episode because it is Father's Day here in the U.S. Um, as well as mm-hmm. I'm moving and stuff like that, so I'm going to be busy all week preparing for that because it's a pain in the butt. Um, guy, I don't know if we talked about it. Do you know what next um episode's gonna be? Yes, um, it was going to be about, like, the way that COVID has affected us. 
and um like how what happened in the last like two years how our lives has changed and all that one and fun uh, and wonderful stuff by the way it's probably gonna be a solo episode because <laughs> i have been super affected so guy has a yeah. whole book mm-hmm. just on 2020 let me tell you all right well come back to listen about how covid has affected us in these last two years uh wherever you are listening to us please give us a follow like us give us five stars wherever you're listening it helps us out with our ratings and stuff like that so more people can find us and come back for our next episode on the 26th about how COVID's affected us and have a great night night